South Downers Podcast, take one. I don't only think of myself as a teacher, principal, I think of myself as a student as well. It's absolute unit of a person. Uh, she fell in love with me because I went to state in chess in sixth grade. That's where the sparks really flew. I tried to respect every kid, even though they didn't always like me. There's still a matter of respect. Thank you for being here, and I will take you into the next segment, StarCast. All right, I'm here with Mark McKinley and Will Mayhor, and we are going to be talking about their precision machining class. Now, why don't you take us over what that class, quick overview of what it is. Well, the first first year, you kind of get a big lump of information right at the start, and it can overwhelm you. I know I had several kids drop out of my class within the first week because it's just it's a lot of information to take on all at once. But then it uh, after about the first week or two, it you start learning the uh, the basics of manual machining. So there's two different types of machines that we run out there. There's manual and CNC. So manual ones, you're doing all the controlling of the machine. And CNC machines, it's run by a computer program that you uh, program in the classroom. So, I mean, there's a variety of projects you do in both years. Uh, second year is a bit more free, I would say. Yeah, and a little more advanced, I would say. you get. You kind of, not that you necessarily cut out the manual machining itself altogether, but you really try to focus on a lot of CNC and really getting ready to be pushed out into industry after that. Because out in industry, the uh, manual machines are, I'm not going to say obsolete, but they're pretty much, uh, they can find a repair, I would say. Yeah. More or less. And that's, you know, that you're not repairing something every day, ideally, in a shop you're that's more of a one-off type of thing. Not very common, hopefully, because you don't want things to be breaking. So we more focus on CNC machines, which is what you'll find in uh, most shops. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. And the class does a really good job of getting people prepared. You all in the industry, me and Mark, I mean, we're both, we've both been at jobs. He's been at Joy State and over in Portland for a while. I've been at ONR for about two years at this point. So, I mean, definitely... And I know a lot of other kids out of that class that came out of my class that have jobs and are doing pretty well for themselves straight out of high school. I would say it's a pretty smooth transition right into uh, the workforce. And, uh, I mean, a little fun fact, northeastern Indiana is the machining capital of the America, North America, I guess. Yeah. Or is it just the United States? It's but it's the uh, like highest densely concentricity of yeah, machine shops. Like, we've got, what, three and three or four just in our local area that contribute to our uh, class. Yeah, like, I mean, you got two in Decatur, you got one, two in Burn, and uh, oh, we got three, you got FCC. And then we got two in Portland as well. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just in the three, and we got one in uh, Geneva as well. Yeah. You say they uh, contribute to your class? Um, So, like, me and Will have been, we've taken part in uh, two different competitions, and... Uh, for like traveling and expenses covered, they donate some money. So for our uh, trip down to Georgia, Georgia last summer, uh, for our C- Skills USA competition, we had what, like a there's an entry fee. There was some other fees. Yeah, I mean they covered our hotel, our travel, our 
it was a, fees, everything. I mean, we didn't. Uh, for it was a large sum of money that was donated by our sh- the local shops. The I think the hotel was the biggest. Yeah, expense. we had to pay for food, but that was pretty much it. But skills pretty much chipped in for that. Yeah. So I mean, we didn't really have any. Expense I don't think, trip, was, and we didn't have to fundraise. Which was I don't great. think our families hardly, or we. Anything. I don't think we paid it. We had to pay for. We paid for lunch most days. Regional admission or whatever, which was like it's just like a like BPA, the basic entry fee, but. uh, And then the all those local shops. I mean, they give us material of extra that they don't use. They give us monetary funds throughout the year to help us. I mean, it's a big help, and it takes a lot of stress off of our teacher not having to like worry about finding material for projects. I mean, we can just kind of have what we need to have and kind of just be free and be willing be it's okay to make mistakes and like uh Troyer brother just donated a large sum of aluminum that will uh cover all the first year project that we do for the next long time yeah. <laughs> while hopefully hopefully not too long because we need some more people to join the class yeah we have about five five people in our class and uh it should be closer to about 15 so to me it seems like it's a program that's kind of hidden but from all the benefits that you guys have out of it, like you both have nice jobs for the most part, don't you? Like, Yeah, I started over the summer just as a part-time worker at $17 an hour, which is more than I would say most high schoolers get paid. Yeah, and that's something you learned. You kind of like class, learned yeah. to do during school. So essentially your schoolwork directly correlated straight to your summer job. Yeah. You would, you would agree with that too, Will? Yeah, I would agree. I mean, at O&R, since I'm not 18, I can't run a machine yet, so... Hopefully that's what I'll start doing this year. I mean, for not even running machine, I make pretty good money, and I don't have to yeah. worry about that. And I, they didn't train me much other than <coughs> where to find paperwork, but that's just on their commuter system. But everything else, I mean, I can do on my own. Yeah, and then like all the local businesses have been pouring into you guys. It seems like trying yeah. to, they want the program to do well because well because the program supplies them with almost all of their employees exactly so, so it yeah. seems like such a positive process for people that maybe don't like traditional school but it's such like a little niche thing yeah i mean now, covid kind of it almost killed the class yeah numbers went down pretty heavily because before covid it was you know 10 12 kids per class and now it's five per class and they run three different classes throughout the day so yeah who's all in your group so uh it's me will and peyton wagner from south adams in the second year i guess will's third year but uh and then uh kid from ac keaton bush and uh kid from norwell kaden rittmeyer and then uh gabe mcelhaney from From southern wells but uh the three kids from the other schools have started uh otj which is on the job training so they're not there most of the week yeah, but they're uh, there on Fridays for a new contest we're doing, which is called Project MFG. We get to go down to Texas A and M this uh, next uh, month. Yeah, exactly. About a month from now, we'll cool. be down in Texas and pretty excited for two days. And that's we're in the top sixteen now. If we get a move on, we'll go <coughs> move on to nationals. And what where are we at? We're in a what's that? The, we were in the top what twenty percent of our region. Sixteen or sixteen out of eighty. Yeah, above 80, more than 80. I mean, um, but if we move on from Texas, what, we go to North Carolina? Uh, North Carolina. Yeah, Charlotte, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we go to Charlotte, North Carolina for uh, nationals, so best of, what, top three teams move on? Yeah, uh, one four. From, one from each regional. There's right? four regionals. Oh, okay. So we'll comp- be competing 
and the four best teams in the uh, country. Which this is a this is college and high school competition. Jeez. So mostly college. Like we're we're going down to Texas just to compete against Vincennes. I mean that's Southern Indiana. There's one other high school I think we're competing yeah, with in our in the Lowell, our regional. Lowell, but I don't think that's from Indiana. I think it's from I think I found it was either Georgia or like Massachusetts. It's actually cool. Uh, that reminds me a lot of that movie with the boats. George Lopez, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, uh, spare oh, parts. Spare, spare parts. parts. Yes, where yeah. like the high schoolers competing against a bunch of college people. Yeah. That's essentially just you guys. I mean, yeah, I guess we're, we're not. Yeah, underprivileged. We're better. <laughs> just being honest. <laughs> we, I think what Will's trying to say is we have a uh, we have a better funded class, so we have better uh, Our training teachers. than they did. Our and teachers we have, pretty solid. We've got better uh, opportunity. Uh, yeah, we've had better opportunities. We haven't been as uh Yeah, we we come from a better I He's get, not I get, try, I get he's the, not trying to talk down the them, you know. I get the idea of got, what you're trying to say. We we all understand. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> we were pretty privileged to have a great teacher. I mean, he's been doing this his whole life. And the guy nonstop is at the school working he on stuff li- to make sure it's perfect. Lives and breathes machining. Man goes home, sleeps for seven hours and is back at it every day. If that. Sometimes yeah. he'll come back into class. If we get stumped in class, he'll take it home and he works out the entire thing until it's perfect on his own time because he's got his own machines at home and he's got his own software so he can just work it out uh, whether he's at the school or not. I think that's important to have a teacher that's passionate about it because then that makes him want to teach you guys. Yeah. It makes you guys want to learn rather than just be there just to be there. I mean, that guy, I mean, what? We were at Skills last. I mean, that guy could literally go work anywhere and probably double his money if not. I mean, A double? He, he could... He's had six-figure job offers that he's turned he down that, to teach. He gets, but he gets those regularly. Like a guy can go anywhere he wants to and have. The like job. He I think do it for the money. What's I his think, name? Just to be Jared, Jared Daly. I think he said last summer when we were uh, doing skills, he got an offer to be an at-home engineer. So all he has to do is program at home on his computer for like quite a bit of money out of some a lot more company. Than what a teacher makes. They, Especially for the hours. Like 10 times what the teacher salary is. but And he just turned it down because he, he wants to teach, you know, the next generation machinists. He's really, he goes Pretty above and beyond to uh, uh, make this class happen. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. That's a good good for him, good for the program. Yeah. I mean, Hopefully they can get more numbers. That uh, would be great. How, do, how did you hear about the class, Will? I th- we had a little CT job showcase that we all help out with. I mean, that's the only reason I heard about it. I mean, we have one of the best machining class in the country, to be frank, and like and uh, it's out in the bus garage, <clears throat> and nobody knows about it. Our Skills USA program, Mr. Daly had, he took, he's done it for, I mean, years, forever. At least a decade, probably. But uh, he takes notes every year, and he could, he could do any single one of the programming competitions with his eyes closed and get a perfect score. You know, he had one kid who was really dedicated. He got a really good memory. He almost, I mean, he scored practically perfectly. He, he would have made it to Worlds, which was in China, except COVID crushed it. Yeah. It was uh, Mason Sell. So the preschool teacher, Mrs. Sell, it would be her son. He's really skilled. He now, he pretty much heads a machine shop up in Fort Wayne. Uh, they do. Know, yeah. Intercut. Intercut. Yeah, they do. They're almost exclusively uh, medical industry parts, so... What we make in class, I mean, sometimes we hold on to a, well, what we say is a tenth, but it's ten, it's a tenth of a thousandth, so it'd be the fourth decimal place, but I think 
since he's doing medical, like that's five decimal places, like so five zeros after the point, you know. So, so you're basically saying that what you do is perfect to like four decimal points out. Yeah. Yeah, and, and what, he, what does, he does is past five, which is just insane. Yeah, I mean, it, him and O and R compete on a lot of this. They they'll quote out a lot of the same jobs just because the precision that's needed. Because I mean, those with the machines that they're having, they're running like what is called like pretty much zero tolerance machining. So it's about as perfect as it gets, which is pretty wild. It's quite amazing. But I mean, yeah. But back to like the numbers thing. There's like barely anybody here, and nobody we nobody can quite figure out why. To be honest, because uh, I mean, we're literally being paid to be there. We get paid yeah. for doing local jobs, and so like local shops, they have overflow. So, like, maybe they took too many jobs on or they have maybe a machine broke down. They don't have enough machines to get their, meet their quota. They'll send us some overflow work that they have, and then we can run it in the class, and they pay us Pretty through cool. the class. They pay us what they get. They would get paid almost because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I would say it's we're, we're not getting the only class you can make money in, honestly. Yeah, and better send an English class. I think I've made almost four hundred bucks this year, and I barely work on, uh, I barely work on the. Yeah, I mean between I think for myself, I think between this year and last year, I'm probably pushing about eight hundred to a thousand dollars, and that's I mean I'm sitting at school, I'm not even at a job, it's just a class. And that, but the uh, the class money has to be used in yeah. class, so like. You have to buy either tools for the trade or one kid, he bought a Milwaukee heated jacket. You know, that doesn't like help you be a better machinist, but it has to be bought through the school. So you can't buy things that, you know. So you each kind of have like an account. Yeah. Yeah. He's in charge. He's like, hey, you got this much money. You could be like, could I buy this jacket? Because it would keep me warm. Yeah. Yeah. You just pretty much as long as you get it on Amazon. Like I'm. I know I want an iPad for college so I can take notes and stuff on it, and I'll, I'm buying that with my money. I, I actually have no idea what I want to buy. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to just buy some better tools for I mean, the— uh, Somebody bought a 3D printer last year. Yeah. Last year you guys had some nice computers or something Yeah, supplied. we got it, we oh, got it for the that. SkillsUSA team because we, we don't want to lug around, like, massive, like, desktop setups because, I mean, that's a pain to travel with. And so we got, what, $2,000 gaming laptops? Quite, but, yeah, I mean— Pretty much, and we get to keep them when you graduate. It's everything you buy in class you keep when you graduate. And, and if you take it, if you take it the second year class, we've gotten enough, uh, not donations, Grand but money. like grants, that uh, you get a toolbox full of tools. That would be for your for machining, yeah. That you keep if you go out in the industry after. Yeah, so as long as you keep working through the class and you're gonna at least go do summer jobs or whatever. You get to keep all your tools and everything. I mean, it's at least probably a couple thousand dollars worth of tools, if not more. And yeah, you do. I mean, the only thing about the class, your book fees are a little higher because you you pay for material. That's for a little bit. So like for some of the basic projects, you're paying for a little bit of your material. So your book fees are a little higher, but they're not astronomical or anything. The the rewards outweigh the anything else. Way, they way outweigh the yeah. uh, this starting price. I didn't I guess. know if I like this trade as much as I do, but I mean. I love it. It's great. You love the money. I like the money, but it's nice, like, having a skill that, like, a lot of people don't have. And it's something that's never going out of style. I don't care what AI is. It's not running my machine, at least not yet. And I'll be long dead, hopefully, before that happens. Yeah. So, 
It's, uh, it's got me and Will pretty safe. Uh, a lot of job security in it too. Pretty safe spot in our workforce. Yeah. I mean, it's it really is. It's a slept on trade. Uh, I heard about it through my older brother. Otherwise, I I I would I don't even know anything about it other than pretty much what he taught me. And then I took the class because he was he went into he went to nationals and he did all the stuff through Skills USA. So he was really good. So I was like. I mean, I might walk in his shadow a little bit, but I'll go do my best. Turns out, I mean, I guess it just kind of comes natural Yeah. to some people. I mean, it's not like I think a lot of people won't take it because they think it's uh, heavy math it's or too like... hard. Yeah, it's really heavy on. But, I mean, the hardest math I do, I've done in the class is it's I had to. simple trig. Is, yeah, I had to find like the hypotenuse of a triangle, so. And he gives you all the formulas. He be, like gives you a cheat sheet, pretty much. He tells you how to do it, and you you just have to apply it. It's so easy. Yeah, as long as you're applying yourself in that class, I mean you're not. Gonna if you if you want if you want a good grade, you'll get a good grade. You know, got to work for it. It's not like uh, art or English where if the teacher doesn't agree with your you know say you draw a picture and it's the teacher just decides that it doesn't go along with the prompt then you get a bad grade or if the english teacher doesn't like how you wrote your paper you get a bad grade it's all i mean it's all if you do if you just do the work you get the grade and you earn it i think it's it's way easier than people make it out to be so it sounds like he teaches like he teaches you on or kind of grades you on if you're working if you're successful if, yeah, yeah if, like we have daily like we have weekly shop grades so at the end of every like well it's two periods but you mark down what you did like if you cleaned up your area stuff like that like it's really this class making you employable like even if you don't go into machining like you're probably going to be a decent employee just because you're learning basic life skills yeah it's great honestly yeah sounds great for all the benefits i mean like i only know th- a few things about this class just because I'm friends with you guys, but for people, some people just would have no idea anything. Yeah. Like, I know not, I like all the stuff you're saying, it's new to me. Still, yeah, like, still. uh, people ask me what I do and I say I run lathes and they look at me with this dumbfounded look like, what's that? Because nobody, nobody even knows the tools of our trade, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know any of that was till we had to take that, what, the job shadow in eighth grade? Mm hmm freshman year or whatever and i went and shadowed with somebody who had manual machines and i was like oh this is cool like i would enjoy this so i did it sophomore i've done it for three years and it i mean it's kind of i could see it being hard to like fit it in maybe if you have a bunch of ap stuff like graham subler used to and he was really good at it but he was uh taken out by ap classes yeah so i mean sometimes it's always the best fit for your schedule but like but Mr. also, daily will also do about everything to like get your schedule moved around and because I you out there whether I have you're to, with the first year kids or the third year kids. Or I have to matter. drive out to the class uh, Tuesday through Thursday because I wanted to be in jazz band, and that overlaps the class. So I give up my class time to be in the jazz band, and he worked that out with Mr. Amsus and with me. He had no problems with it, so. Like he's he will bend over backwards to make sure that you get into the class if you want to be in the class. Yeah, it's good. I highly recommend it to even if you just want to try it. Like 
it's take the first year, you know. Anybody. Take the first year, learn the basics. Even if you don't do that, I mean, you could at least probably fix. All you, you have can, to do is get a lathe or a mill. I mean, you could at least maybe fix something down the road if something breaks. And you don't have to go pay somebody else to do it. And just taking the first year, you get the basic understandings, and you can get a job at just about any shop, and they will train you. What you whatever you don't know, they will teach you so that you become a good employee at, uh, wherever you work. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of shops now just expect you to come in pretty much knowing zero. But if you come in with any experience, you're leaps and bounds ahead of people already, and it makes you just that much more valuable because they don't have to train you on the simple stuff. They can just start you off on stuff that's more complicated. Yeah, because when I I mean I remember I walked into the shop first day, and the face of like the employees that I like the I work in a little cell the face of the guys in my cell were so like not like disappointed but they were like ugh we have to train another and it's a kid so like he's gonna be stupid and arrogant but then you know I knew my stuff and it like it their faces lit up when I you know told them that I was going through a uh, program that taught me all this stuff and I already knew most of the stuff I haven't I mean every now and then I need help because i don't i don't know the ins and outs of the specific machine and like if certain things happen i need like i've never worked with bar feeders for lathes which that's not that means nothing to you or any of the listeners (laughs) but uh talking about it's it feeds the material through the machine so somebody else doesn't have to load it so it just like automates the process to try to be it just makes it a bit easier on the uh, machinist but so like every now and then I need help with something that I've never seen before. But they're every like I don't think I've ever met like a grumpy machinist. They're always happy to help. Yeah, I mean maybe it's like a maybe if they're having a bad day or something. But it just might be a you're a rookie thing and they like to mess with you. Just to be honest. I mean the trades you're working with a bunch of like a lot of these guys are about to retire, so they've been doing it for a long time. But they're very wise. But they're just good guys. But you're gonna get messed with. It's just part of the. But it's kind of enjoyable. I mean. It, you uh you experience some hazing you know yeah, when you <laughs> but it's it's it's, it's acceptable. fun it's uh it's acceptable it's, it's I don't think I've walked into a shop and like oh that's a bad atmosphere it's like, it's always a loving kind of thing you know yeah it's kind of they take you under your wing and try to take some pride in like teaching you and it's it's a pretty good experience I can't say I've had a bad experience and <laughs> and then also like it's kind of we'll take field trips to like all these machine shops and you'll see it, there's at least one guy in every machine shop we've been to been like. Mr. Daly's taught that guy, so they come up and talk to him. Like, Mr. Daly always says, like, once you've been in his class, you're one of his guys. Like, you can always go to him for help. I mean, you could be stuck at something at your job and, like, send it to me, like, hey, like, you got any ideas? Like, can you help me with this? And I know my brother My brother still communicates with Mr. Daly all the time. He talks to him because he's now a uh, – he's the department head at Ivy Tech for machining, so he's still – sometimes – and he teaches class up there, so he'll run things past Mr. Daly and – uh so he gets help with his teaching and his how he runs his department. Yeah. So he took the class in like 2016, and he still communicates with Mr. Daly and all that. We have one of his past students just came in for he was looking for a new job. So Mr. Daly still had his old resume that he made in class because I mean we have to make resumes in that class for just real cause. resumes that get real jobs, yeah. not like the not like when you're in business and they say make a resume and you put your name on there and you say. You know, hi, I play sports. Like, that's not going to get you a real job, but it's, I guess it's a start. Yeah. I mean, like, O&R, like, the one lady there, their HR lady was very known for, like, being very good at her job. Like, she's a strict. Those uh, those interviews were 
rough that I had to take there, but it honestly prepares you for like, like just great life experience. Like even if you didn't get the job, like you're like, well, that was a tough interview, but at least I know what to expect now. Cause I mean, I feel like in this day and age, like interviews like don't happen a lot or if they do, they're not very, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, you worked at Pine Lake. Do you have an, did you have a very extensive job interview? No, not at all. Just cause everyone knows everyone. So yeah, it's I mean, probably what, different more when you get to a real level job. Yeah, I mean, one of the questions on our machining, the new competition for MFG, we take a, like a com- contestant survey or whatever. Yeah. And there's some basic, and I mean, one of the things was how many job interviews you've had. Do you have a job? Which, I mean, this is also because most of the teams, they are college teams. So, like, we, the thing about our new contest is since it's college teams, it could be, like, you could have 40-year-old guys who've been working in the industry for 20 years who come back to college, and that we could be competing with veteran, you know, yeah, we could be, leveled machinists. Yeah, and this is also a bigger team. So, we have five guys on the team. It's myself, Mark McKinley. Uh, Dakota, Dakota Sprunger, Sprunger. Caden Rittmeyer from Norwell and Keaton Bush from AC. So, I mean, three of us have worked together, but we're just now starting practice to try and get this to all To practice for regionals in a month. So, we have four practice, not even four yeah. practices before okay. our big competition. And if we go into nationals, we'll be we'll be on TV, I think. Oh, yeah, they make a little, like, TV show, and they put it on YouTube, and it won, like, a pretty, like, decent award, I guess, yeah. last nice. year. It's pretty nice. So, you go to regionals. Get there. What do you have to do? So take uh, me through that process. The first day we get, so we have a travel day, and then we get there. First day is, they they call it a programming day. While Mark's dying, uh, they call it a programming day. So, so they'll give us probably the prints. So it's, it's a diagram and all the measurements of the parts that we're gonna make, and we get to look over it. We get a if we don't get a three D model, we'll get a model it, and then uh, like program it draw it up plan out our entire neck like we plan out the entire day for the next day yeah, like pretty much so like there's there's welding tech. uh there's 3d print like there's it's all concepts of uh manufacturing. manufacturing so we get to plan out everything that we're going to do so like how you're going to print your item what kind of supports you're going to use whether you're going to print it like uh, on its side, upside down, right side up, however you're going to print it. Like, you just plan out exactly how you're going to do everything the following day if it goes perfectly. Which, so, that's not going to happen. That never happens. Run into a so, like, we had our entire, like, Skills USA. We had it all planned out. We had, uh, we had, like, examples set in our computers. And then we get there and it all fell apart immediately after the contest started. So, like, you, you got to adapt somewhat. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it still worked out. In that class, like, this class, it's great for, like, it's just good at, for, like, teaching problem solving. Like, you got to be a little independent for, for yourself and be like, well, I guess, like, this might work, it might not. Just, but stay close and pay attention to what you're doing and ideally you don't, like, I mean, ask, really ask for help. That's yeah, a, ask for help, too. That is, I think, the biggest piece of advice I could give out of this class is just ask for help because if you're willing to ask for help, if... I think if you're willing to say that you need help, no matter who you're asking, they will help you if you're willing to ask for it. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe you're a little bit prideful, but it's it's not going to hurt you to ask for help. And I think that's probably what's gotten me as far as I have gotten in this class is I'm not afraid to ask. And Mr. Daly, he helps the way he helps it. It makes you feel smarter. I know some teachers I've asked for help and it makes me feel dumber after I've asked but uh, that's not the case in this class, I believe. Sounds like a very supportive teacher. 
great guy to have for program. I I couldn't recommend the program enough. Yeah, I, I mean, I can tell. I I didn't when we started this. I thought we were just gonna talk about it, but it's kind of turned into more of like, hey, you guys should be in this class. Which, if I could go back, I mean, I took more of the AP academical route, whatever, rather than any sort of trade. Because I've never been a hands-on guy, but like after seeing how much you guys have gotten out of this, like how much money you've kind of made and like all the nice things that have come out of it, it makes it sound like it'd be a neat thing to do. And you got like a whole trip to Atlanta for free. With the skills you say, yeah. I mean, I it's, mean, it's not, it's, it's not, not all free. about like, the money, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. We're, sorry, we're straight out of. I mean, you think, oh, you know, we're on summer break, great. What, fifteen days? We're waking up at eight, eight in the morning till noon, practicing straight, and then we usually would get head off to work. My oh, my summer schedule was. <laughs> it was. I mean, you can only describe it as hell, in my opinion. <laughs> I I would wake up at six a.m. to go run cross country. And straight from cross country, I went to machining practice. And then straight from machining practice, I went to marching band. And straight from marching band, I went straight to work. And then right as soon as I got home from work at 9 o'clock, I went straight to bed. Goodness, not, your summer does not sound like a summer. <laughs> yeah. I It wasn't much of a summer, but I wouldn't trade it for anything else. Because honestly, it was probably the best summer I've had yet. And that, honestly, that... Atlanta trip like we didn't get to do ton I mean we went to like the aquarium and the coke world or whatever but like really that was one of probably like the most like weeks where it's like seeing like all the work that you've done it's like it's like pay, like it, it paid off paying off and you did good too. I think yeah, the reaction I mean you could ask anybody who was there <laughs> as soon as they announced that Indiana was a placer for our contest I was jumping up yeah. and down screaming like a little girl. I was so excited <laughs> to see that our hard work all summer had paid off as much yeah. as it did. And honestly, like we met some cool people down there and I mean, yeah, in skills you say you don't compete with uh, colleges, so the college guys, I mean, they gave us some tips. Yeah, who were experienced in like using machine cuz we got down there, we'd never seen the machine or touched the machine. Yeah, it was it was before. completely foreign to if us. If you ever want to you know, go find the SA machine trays. Uh, there's a good old picture on there. Me and uh, Keaton Bush, we're sitting there working on the machine. They're trying Mark's, to figure uh, out this absolute new machine. I'm, I'm snoozing. Slumped over at a folding chair. <laughs> I'm, sitting, <laughs> I'm relaxed. <laughs> I'm sleeping. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it's just, I think it shows a level of trust I have in my teammates. I mean, they're all this <laughs> on me, but I think it just shows that I have faith in my team to figure it out. And exactly. I mean, that's not that wasn't. That wasn't really my role in the team because we all have our own little roles, yeah. kind of. But like the nice thing was though, like Mr. Daly's big. Like we can all do each other's jobs to a certain degree. Like other, like I can't weld, but other than that, like we're all cross trained a little bit. So like, <laughs> oh, Mark broke his leg. Well, like I could uh, weld. Would it be as good as Dakota's welds? No, but it would hold itself together. You know. So like we all kind of can do each other's jobs a little bit, but like. And we're all, like, and he's really good at, like, because you see a lot of these kids, like, pretty individual, even if, especially if they haven't been on a team before. And he teaches you, like, if, like, not one person screwed up. Somebody messed up because somebody could have checked your work. Like, it's a yeah. team. He's very good at teaching how a team atmosphere should work and not blaming other people. That'd be good. That'd be good practice for a lot of people. For yeah. me, even. I'm I think, I very think a lot of people could use it. Yeah. I mean, and over the summer, I mean, like, he wasn't afraid to tell us what we did wrong. I mean, he wasn't like he asked us. You know, you, I've got I've got these notes I've taken down. And you want to hear him? Because I mean, they're not. He's not being nice. He's being honest. 
and like we wanted to hear him. So and he wants to he wants you guys to do well. He, yeah, wants, he wants us. He genuinely better. wants us like, to do better. So before you get to this, it's like first practice day. He's like, all right, here's rule number one. He goes, don't take anything anybody <laughs> says in here personal. Because I mean, there's times like, quite frankly. Like, we're out in the shop working. He's trying to annoy us. He's over there with the loudest impact driver that he could possibly find yes, in a massive we w- pallet for half an hour. He sitting got there in our, just try, Like, when Mark's brother was in this class, he would have trouble. Mr. Dale would stay in there for – his foot would be sore because he'd sit there and kick his chair for an hour while he's trying to do something on a computer. Like, the guy <laughs> – the things that he will do to, like, annoy you, but, like, you have to drown it out and could be a competitor. This is, guy's it crazy. Was, yeah. No, it was – it was I was going insane because I'm trying to write a program and uh, draw up a 3D model of something that's really complicated, and in the background he's going at a pallet with uh, impact the entire time. Just you cannot. And then uh, he got done. He sets a paper shredder in between our laptops and starts shredding papers right in between. So us. this isn't like he's just doing this. This is he's doing it on purpose. He's like, doing it to distract because. In the contest area, I mean, there was there's people bu- building houses. There's building trades, like so people were literally there. building houses with hammers and nails, and they were. So I mean, I would say it prepared us quite well yeah, for what we did. It's, the, it's, it's the I would say it's the best experience I've had through high school. Yeah, such a learning experience. I, I, it's it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, more than I would have thought. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, if. If you're a freshman and a sophomore listening to this, I highly recommend taking the class. Because, like, we'll start as a sophomore, but I started as a junior. So, like, it's not too late until senior years when it's too late. I didn't realize okay. you didn't start till last year. Yeah, yeah I started. a loser. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a big old loser. I started late, but. Uh, you still know what you're doing oh, and you got a job Mark, out of it. Mark's though. easily one of the, like, he's solid. I'm not dissing on Mark. He's, there, there's some aspects. Like, I can't run CAD like Mark. Mark is the CAD guy. If I need help. Hey, Mark, get over here because I'm too dumb to do this. Like, get over here and teach me how to do this. So you all kind of have something you're more be- – Yeah, like – Like, I'm, like, at for set up, setting up like machines. Like, if I'm setting up the mill on a different part and I get stumped and Mr. Daly's busy, I, I'm i going to go to Will. Or if I'm trying to do something on the lathe and I get stumped, I'm going to go to Keaton. I'm going to ask him for help. Like, we all have our little niche things that we do. So, I mean, they say I'm really good at AutoCAD. I don't – proclaim to be that good because every time i do it next to mr daly i look like a toddler trying to run <laughs> you know yeah. i feel like he probably makes you all feel like that about oh, everything though but every every day i think this. i think i hear him say at least once a week he's he says he's the dumbest person in the room and if you don't believe that you're the dumbest person in the room then you really are the dumbest person in the room you know because mm-hmm. you always have something to learn it yeah. doesn't matter what yeah. you're doing yeah, but I mean, okay, so back to like you were saying about how he's like, oh, you got, you want, I don't know if I wanted to say all this. You guys want me to oh. share the. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he goes into depth on our, you know, on what we're good at and we could work what on. we like, struggle this on. Is like, like personality stuff. This isn't like whatever. This is like your personality. Like the one thing he always said about Mark, like Mark's running into a house fire with shorts on. Yeah, and. Then my thing is, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab him and pull him back and at least make him put on a so there's a fire suit there's so a die. it's called a feed hold button so it stops the machine from moving. Um, I think on average, whether it was a proven program or not, Will would hit it ten to fifteen times every was, single time. I was big he, on not crashing machines, but Mark's yeah, over there. so like he's like engine the tool in, pushing the stop every two seconds, whereas like uh, me and our other teammate, we just hit you know, hit go and start praying that it works. 
So one day we had a we had a practice where Will was only allowed to hit it ten times. Yeah, I, I can hit the feed hole, but. But in 10 times. Uh, you had limitations. Over. Did yeah, not make Will if, happy. And if I went over, we lost the competition pretty much was how we were. <laughs> That's how <laughs> That's he was awesome. looking at it, yeah. yeah. Is that but, how you'd practice? Would you come in he'd give you stuff to do? He would give yeah. us – we'd come in to class and he would give us the uh, – he'd give us a print and he'd say, make it. He'd give us a print in the material. Just make it. Yeah, lay out the tools we need. And, I mean, yeah. and he's like – once you especially get into that second year, and if you're pretty good about not messing around, like he pretty much trusts you to like just do yeah do work and put head down and put the nose to the grindstone and get after it. I think generally it's uh like during our classes, uh, so we got a new to we got a new machine. It's called CMM. He's teaching one of the students how to do a CMM, and we'll me and Will go out into the shop and we're just doing our thing up until uh up until the bell rings where. I mean, we have to do our own cleanup, but we do everything that we're expected to do throughout the entire day without any supervision, and then we clean up our area, write down what we did for the day, and then we, uh, I mean, we turn it in, we go keep going about our business. It's, it's all really, it's not all on your own. I mean, like, if if you're listening and you're like, oh, no, this is going to be a hard class. You're not going to understand it. And you think it's good. It's not that at all. And honestly, you know? like the biggest thing, if you can't, if you have a trouble, literally take paper and pencil in there and take notes. Like there was a one kid, he couldn't remember anything to save his life. So, I mean, he, he sits there and he worked hard and took notes. I mean, he's successful. I mean, it was just, you just have to want to work. It's not that anybody can't do it. Like he said, they had a, what, a, there was a there's a blind kid that went yeah. through the class. Or was it blind or deaf? Deaf, yeah. He had an interpreter. <laughs> you, deaf. You gotta see. But. You, you can't really be blind. I mean, my brother worked with the deaf guy. I mean, apparently he was really cool and really funny. But I mean, he had to he had to kind of learn sign language. Yeah. So like, yeah. the deaf kid and this interpreter went through the whole class and like the and interpreter the interpreter was like learned machining. Stuff. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, double double jobs, I guess. Yeah. It was double trouble. Machine. Yes. It was it was pretty crazy, but. It shows you just how dedicated the teachers are. That so I mean, job. if you're thinking about it, if you're thinking about taking the class, I've got to say just go for it. Sounds At least like take it. first year, you know. And if you're failing the class, you can always drop the dual credit, you know. Yeah. And it won't show up on your college record, but it's not hard, you know. If you want to pass, you're gonna pass. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a good experience for everyone to maybe take into consideration, but. Yeah. 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 Thank- Thanks for being on, and thanks for talking today. Appreciate it, Isaac. Yep. Thanks for letting us share. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.